Welcome to the Sugar Switch Podcast, featuring Kathy Orman, health coach and author of The Sugar Switch. This is the number one short, sweet, and to-the-point podcast all about sugar and your health. You'll discover how to kick the sugar, eliminate cravings for good, completely reverse pre-diabetes, increase your energy, and lose weight, look good, and feel great. As well, you'll be empowered to reduce your risk for serious health issues. And now, here's your host, Kathy Orman. Hello, welcome. This is part four of the Sugar in Your Gut series. Today I'm going to go deeper into information about the gut-brain axis, also known as the GBA. This is a relatively new area of medical science research. While there's a great deal of information available, researchers still have a whole lot of questions about the gut-brain axis, so it looks like the research in this area will be ongoing. In previous episodes of this series, I've briefly touched on the topic of the gut-brain axis. Today, I will pick up threads of information from the previous episodes and add more to it to gain a deeper understanding of the gut-brain axis. Here's a rundown of what you'll find in this episode. We'll talk about what the gut-brain axis is, the GBA. We'll talk about neurotransmitters and the gut and mental health. Then we'll talk about how the food you eat affects the gut-brain axis. And finally, we'll talk about related episodes of the Sugar Switch podcast. So let's get started with what the gut-brain axis is, the GBA. The gut-brain axis is a complex connection system between your gut and your brain. This two-way communication between the central nervous system and the gut involves the vagus nerve, the limbic system of the brain, and the enteric nervous system in the gut. Because of the gut-brain axis, whatever's happening in the brain will have an effect on what happens in the gut and vice versa. The gut is called the second brain because of this strong connection between the brain's emotional and cognitive centers and the gut. On the brain's end of the gut-brain axis, the amygdala, the hippocampus, and the hypothalamus all play a role. The pituitary gland and the adrenal gland secrete hormones that are also involved. These aspects of the brain all affect the nerves in the gut, called the enteric nervous system. The gut end of the gut-brain axis encompasses many different functions and systems. This includes the nerves in the gut, the enteric nervous system or ENS, muscle layers and gut mucosa, muscle contractions, gut permeability, secretion of mucus, gut microbiota and the immune system. Up to 80%, that's 80% of your immune system lives in your gut. Nerves travel from the brain to the esophagus, the pancreas, the stomach, the gallbladder, the small intestine, and the colon. This connection between various parts of the digestive system and the feeling parts of the brain explains the whole phenomena of gut feelings, regardless of whether the gut feelings are positive or negative. Let's talk about neurotransmitters. The enteric nervous system, or ENS, produces more than 30 neurotransmitters and has more neurons than the spine. The ENS releases hormones and peptides into the bloodstream, which are able to cross the blood-brain barrier. An example is ghrelin, the hormone that tells your brain you're hungry. Serotonin is a neurotransmitter that does many things in your body, directly or indirectly influencing your brain cells. It's believed to help regulate anxiety levels, social behavior, mood and happiness, appetite and digestion, memory, sleep, as well as sexual desire and function. Serotonin is a precursor for the sleep hormone melatonin, which helps your body to regulate sleep-wake cycles and your internal clock. 
Serotonin is also one of the neurotransmitters produced in the gut. In fact, 90, that's 90% of your body's serotonin is produced in the gut. The brain also produces serotonin. Serotonin cannot cross the blood-brain barrier, which means that any serotonin used inside the brain has to be produced inside the brain. The body uses serotonin to communicate messages between nerve cells. The way serotonin works within the brain depends upon the part of the brain the serotonin is released in and the type of serotonin receptors that are involved. For example, serotonin neurons in the frontal cortex of the brain would have an impact on thinking, memory, and perceptions. If it's in the hippocampus area of the brain, the serotonin neurons would play a role in regulating mood and memory. Let's talk about the gut and mental health. As just discussed, serotonin is a neurotransmitter that helps regulate mood. It's considered to be the happy hormone. Since most of the serotonin is produced in your gut, this automatically connects the gut to mental health. Yet, the gut's connection to mental health goes even deeper than that. The microbiome of the gut plays a significant role in brain function and mental health. In the last decade or so, many studies have focused on how particular microbes or strains of gut bacteria have an effect on specific aspects of mental and emotional health. Here are some examples of what researchers have found. Some bacteria in the Clostridium genus produce pryoponic acid, which can decrease the body's production of dopamine and serotonin. Dopamine and serotonin are both natural mood boosters that play a role in mental health. Bifidobacteria helps in the production of the anti-inflammatory butyrate, which keeps gut toxins out of the brain. The amino acid tryptophan is produced by other species of microbiota. Tryptophan is used in the body's production of serotonin. Increasing bifidobacterium in the gut has been shown to increase BDNF, or brain-derived neurotrophic factor, which helps neurons to grow. Studies indicate that bifidobacterium and lactobacillus strains of microbiota can improve overall symptoms of depression. Studies done as recently as 2019 show a distinct possibility that changing the gut microbiome could possibly change mood and behavior. Studies are ongoing in this area. In the future, it's possible that treatment options for mental health issues could broaden to include options for improving gut bacteria. Let's talk about how the food you eat affects the gut-brain axis. The food you eat affects the microbiota throughout your gut, feeding healthy bacteria or feeding harmful bacteria depending on what you eat. Here are some astounding statistics. Scientists estimate that bacterial cells within the gut microbiota outnumber human cells by a factor of 10 to 1. The human gut contains over 10,000 species of microorganisms. Wow, isn't that amazing? To maintain a healthy balance of good bacteria versus unhealthy bacteria within that microbiome requires a very diverse intake of nutrient-rich, healthy food. The gut microbiota break down the food and extract the nutrients from it, including vitamins, minerals, short-chain fatty acids, and long-chain fatty acids. The nutrients that are extracted are used to make hormones and neurons, which affect the communication between your gut and your brain via the gut-brain axis. The nutrients are also used to support the immune system, which is largely located in your gut. Let's talk about zero-nutrition foods. 
Consuming foods with little or no nutrition, like sugar, highly refined foods, and sweetened beverages does not support your health. Here's why. Zero nutrition foods create an imbalance in gut microbiota by feeding the unhealthy gut bacteria, allowing it to grow and overtake healthy gut bacteria. Zero nutrition foods effectively starve the good bacteria that work to keep you healthy. Zero nutrition foods do not have the nutrients your body needs to produce hormones and neurons that communicate with the brain via the gut-brain axis. Zero nutrition foods do not have the nutrients your immune system needs to remain strong and protect you from foreign invaders, whether it's cold germs, flu virus, or any type of infection. In the last episode, Sugar in Your Gut Part 3, I discussed two ways that sugar affects the gut and the brain at the same time, causing a double whammy effect. The first thing is that sugar desensitizes emotions and feelings. The second thing is that sugar affects serotonin production. In that same episode, I went into details about how fructose has been shown to have many damaging effects on the body, particularly two ways that fructose affects the digestive system. First, fructose stops the production of proteins that are necessary for healthy gut bacteria. Secondly, high fructose foods are also high FODMAP foods, which can lead to digestive issues for some people. Let's talk about nutrient-dense foods. Consuming foods that are high in nutrients will support your health and feed your body's many systems. Here's how. Nutrient-dense foods maintain a balance in the gut microbiota by feeding the good bacteria while keeping the bad bacteria from taking over. Nutrient-dense foods supply the nutrients which are used to produce hormones and neurons that communicate with your brain via the gut-brain axis. Nutrient-dense foods support your gut's production of peptides and hormones that affect the brain's control of your appetite. Two of these are ghrelin, which tells your brain that you're hungry, and the other one is leptin, which signals your brain that you've had enough to eat and that you should stop eating. Both of these hormones affect appetite and food intake, which is also related to weight issues, including obesity. Nutrient-dense foods supply the nutrients your immune system needs to stay strong and protect you from foreign invaders, bacteria, and viruses. Having a healthy diet full of nutrition creates a strong and positive chain reaction that will support all aspects of your health. It starts with gut bacteria, extends to the individual cells, tissues, the organs, and all of your body systems. So let's talk about related episodes of the Sugar Switch podcast. There are a few previous episodes you might want to listen to. They are TSSP 030-035, Sugar in Your Brain series, including an episode about serotonin. TSSP 036, 10 Powerful Brain Foods. TSSP 059, Sugar and FODMAPs, The Connection. TSSP 063-069, Sugar and Inflammation series. Some episodes are about digestive issues. TSSP 092-097, Your Immune System Series. TSSP 117, How Sugar Affects Cognitive Function. TSSP 118, Fructose, What You Need to Know. TSSP 127-129, Sugar and Your Gut Series, Parts 1-3. to Here's the one-minute recap. In this episode, we explored what the gut-brain axis is, the GBA. We explored neurotransmitters, and the gut and mental health. And then we talked about how the food you eat affects the gut-brain axis. And finally, we got into related episodes of the Sugar Switch podcast. Here's the bottom line. 
The food you eat is so important. It can either help the body to heal or it can be the slowest form of poison. The food you consume on an ongoing basis will always impact your gut and how well your digestive system functions, both immediately and over the long term. The food you eat will also affect the production of hormones and neurons that actively connect your gut with your brain. Through the gut-brain axis, whatever affects your gut, either positively or negatively, will also affect your brain, including cognitive functioning and mental health. Switching out sugar and empty refined foods and switching in real nutritious food is so important for gut health and brain health. Having a healthy diet full of nutrients creates a strong and positive chain reaction that supports all aspects of your health. It starts with the gut bacteria and extends to the individual cells, the tissues, the organs, and all the systems of your body. If you've been experiencing brain fog, anxiety, depression, poor sleep, or sugar cravings, there's a definite possibility that it could be linked to gut microbiota balance and your daily food choices. Switching in nutrient-dense foods in place of sugar and refined foods can make a huge difference. Contact me and we can explore your unique situation and help you find solutions. Go to connectwithkathy.as.me forward slash switch to schedule an appointment. The Sugar Switch Podcast is the only weekly short, sweet, and to-the-point podcast program that switches things up and gives you incredibly valuable information about sugar, nutrition, and your health. Every episode is available on thesugarswitchpodcast.com and on Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, Blueberry, Google Podcasts, Podcast Index, and on Android. You can find me on Facebook by going to facebook.com forward slash Kathy Orman Sugar Switch. There's always lots of interesting info on my profile page. If you reach out to me on Facebook, be sure to mention the Sugar Switch podcast so I'll know immediately that we have a connection through the podcast. Until next time, live the sweet life by switching out harmful foods and switching in real nutritious foods one step at a time. Bye for now. Thank you for joining Kathy on the Sugar Switch Podcast. If you would like to be free of sugar and relentless cravings, increase your energy all day, every day, reverse pre-diabetes, and totally avoid serious health issues like diabetes, inflammation, and heart and stroke issues, Kathy Orman would love to connect with you. Find out how the Sugar Switch system can help you be the healthiest you can be. Contact Kathy Orman at www.thesugarswitchpodcast.com. Tune in next week for more great info on the Sugar Switch Podcast. And we'd love it if you'd submit a review for the Sugar Switch Podcast. Thanks for tuning in.